Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one consequential page of Talmud each day. And in today's page, Bavakama 6, you come across this principle that really struck me as incredibly timely. Have a listen. Ravina said, the stating of the common denominator in the Mishnah serves to add the halakha that one is liable to pay damages, in this case, that we learned in a Mishnah. In the case of a wall or a tree that fell on its own into the public domain and caused damage, the owner of the wall or tree is exempt from paying damages because he is a victim of circumstances beyond his control. But if the court had sensed the potential danger and had allotted him a certain amount of time during which he was obligated to chop down the tree or to demolish the wall, and he had not yet done so, and the wall or tree fell into the public domain within the allotted time and caused damage, he is exempt from paying damages. If he did not do so, and it fell after the allotted time expired, he is liable to pay the damages. Before I say anything else about why I believe this is an incredibly relevant paragraph to us today, I want to welcome our guest, my dear friend, editor-in-chief of Tablet Magazine, Alana Newhouse, welcome back to the show. Glad to be here. Now, Alana, Tablet recently ran a package of stories under the headline, What Now?, which is basically a collection of reflections on what does the Jewish community do now in the aftermath of the October 7th attack. And you wrote an incredibly powerful piece that basically took issue with our Jewish communal leadership. And you wrote, you know, so many of these leaders are basically just like the people in today's bit of Talmud. These are people who have been warned by Tablet Magazine and others repeatedly that there are very big problems, that there is anti-Semitism in college campuses, that there are problems all across this country that could lead to great conflagration. And these people did not listen to these warnings. I wonder if you could tell us a little bit more in line of this rabbinic wisdom that teaches us today that people who are warned and fail to do anything are liable. The way that I see Jewish communal issues in the wake of the October 7th massacre is that it's a lot like Yom Kippur. Everything before today can be forgiven. Everything after today is on the books because you've been face-to-face with the consequences of the choices and the ideas that have been dominant inside of American Jewish communal life and inside of American public life for the last 15 years. In a way, I feel like the anecdote from the Talmud is eerily relevant. One of the things that I've been trying to make myself and others who've been writing about some of these issues for a decade or a decade and a half understand is that they were hard to see. And it was our job to see them. I'm glad we did, and I'm glad we understood how to do that. But it was also what we were trained to do. That's not necessarily a fair challenge to put to people whose lives involve other priorities and other tasks and other responsibilities. And sometimes you need to come face to face with the consequences of ideas in order to accept that they're wrong. What strikes me as a a demarcating line about October 7th is that it is the moment after which you can't say you didn't know. 
you can't say you didn't understand where the Iran deal was going to take us. You can't say that you didn't understand where extremely divisive language and regulations took our most elite institutions. You can't say you're shocked by any of it anymore. This is the moment where you become responsible. And so now what? Now we fix it. We address the problems that uh, some of these ideas and ideologies were meant to address in better ways. We uproot some of the trends and language and the bureaucracies that have built up and have taken us in sort of a, in this very poisonous direction. And we build new Jewish communities, including new Jewish institutions, and we build up new Jewish leaders. We embrace um, Jewish pride to bring back what has gone missing. Halavai, Alana Newhouse, thank you so much for your optimism and for being our guest. Thanks for having me. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope that you do, then you are really going to love the new book just published by me. It's called How the Talmud Can Change Your Life, Surprisingly Modern Advice from a Very Old Book. You can order it now at your local bookstore or directly from the publisher through the link in this here podcast description or through that big online store whose logo is, you know, a smile. As always, please go rate and review Take One on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. You could get your Take One t-shirts and mugs and other swag at tabletstudios.com and you could subscribe to our weekly newsletter at tabletm.ag slash take one newsletter. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruskay, Quinn Waller, and Ellie Blyer. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Robert Scaramucci, Courtney Hazlett, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic. Talmudic.